Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. Welcome to Monday's episode of the Terry Scottish Football Podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I'm joined on this occasion by Joel Sked. What's up? <laughs> always, always with these intros. And returning for one time only, <laughs> special um, appearance. I'm that, still that hungover for the weekend, I can't think of the word appearance. It's Tony Anderson. Hiya. He's nice. back. Yes, yeah, back for a wee holiday. Back, give you a double thumbs up. I got that. I'm <laughs> absolutely delighted to be here. It's all change. Your home's completely different. We have a very futuristic microphone, uh, like almost like Madonna's microphone. Actually, it's really nice. How much was that? Uh, it's like a hundred quid. We've got three of them. Bloody hell! What's been happening since? I left? <laughs> Just raking in the cash. Yeah, raking in the cash. So I hear. Buying microphones, going to air games. Love the highlight. Yeah, he's, he's, I've got that thing where you can watch all the all the games. All yep, the wife games. Goes, yep. And how many? You were trying. Were you not, Craig? Trying to embark on watching watch every single game. How did that? How did that go? Uh, I'm only. I've got six left to watch. I think. That's bloody impressive. I, 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 it's now the motivation to watch them because the season's finished they're like oh for god's sake yeah. <laughs> even I, like Hibs 5 come on 3 like I don't care yeah, I've, I've still got on I've still got on uh, Alba I'm like I want to watch that because it's a good game I'll probably watch it someday in August <laughs> but yeah to be fair Wise Scout has I think I'm going to speak for Craig uh, become the bane of our existence because the fact we have it there you kind of feel uh, obliged to actually watch uh, watch games at least for a weekend yeah that's great stuff though I mean, he's got what he's deserved though He's a bit of a, even bigger following than when I was here, uh, and that's because of more and more dedication, more and more work. So you get what you deserve out of that. But enough blowing smoke up arses. Yep. Let's talk about part of this. getting relegated. <laughs> 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 yep, party thistle are down. Uh, the most gutless performance in a playoff final since Hibs got relegated against Hamilton. Yep. Just to not one back here. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine, totally. I was glad some big, big reason why I was happy, because now we're not the only team that have been relegated through this format. That's true, and I was very wrong. I said that I thought part of this would have too much for Livingston, kind of look at the fact that a lot of their players, you know, last season were in League One, and, you know, Lee Miller, who I think about four, three or four years ago, showed that he wasn't quite good enough to be a Premiership player. That's been decent at Championship level since, but I thought it's just a team full of championship players. Park Thistle last season showed that they had a lot of very good 
Premiership players finishing top six, and I just thought when push came to shove, they would win this game, similarly as they did against Dundee. Not, but, not, not, no, not, that didn't happen. Not <laughs> they they lost both games. <laughs> not even Lee Miller, you got Scott Robinson. Yeah, playing, <laughs> playing wide right. Jordan Thompson, who's widely ridiculed at Rafe Rovers. Yep. Um, Rafa DeVita, who... He didn't get a game, did he? No, he was injured. He was injured. He was in- injured, but he, he was... Yeah, Alexander, who's about 95. Yep. Uh, what was the commentary from Alexander when he caught a ball? Uh, keeping defences calm for years and years and years now. <laughs> not quite go that far. <laughs> Chris Sutton called him the phrase completely... Um, completely escapes me now but it was basically saying he was some I think almost calling him like an emperor <laughs> emperor's <Yes>. new gloves <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was based on his age but a very big compliment right okay oh, I missed that part uh, I also missed the first leg so before we go into yesterday's game uh, could somebody recap or both of you could recap the first leg because I, I was uh, I was at uh, a show of my favourite murder in Glasgow so I missed it excuses um, well, I managed to just about after two years watch a match. Uh, it was actually the first match that I've watched at a normal time in years. And I was at my, I was at uh, Mandy's, my girlfriend's house, mum and dad's house, and then they put the tech and they put that on, and I absolutely loved it. I'll be honest, it was all the what you expect from sort of Scottish football and everything that I've probably missed. Uh, Livingston played at a hundred. Miles per hour. It was like almost watching like a good Hearts team. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought of it. Uh, they Long were, time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they were like Long super direct and it, and it worked really well. The wide players were quick. And the biggest criticism you give to part of this, and I don't want to sound all sort of Paul Merson about this and sort of things like about desire and wanting it, but when you watched it, I know it probably isn't that. I'm sure there's more to it. But they just weren't at every, any second balls. And, and Livingston won every single one. That's what it felt like. And that's embarrassing when it's talking about you've got two games to, to stay in the league. It was a knockout sort of format for that. I think, yeah, I think, I think you're completely right. It was basically, this again, this is painting the picture over two legs, is that Livingston's determination was, so much, uh, was, was, was such that Partick Thistle basically didn't have enough quality to overcome that. So they couldn't go. They couldn't match them up, match them, and go um, basically battle. They couldn't win a battle. So Partick Thistle had to be good enough uh, football wise to beat Livingston, but they aren't as they've shown throughout the season. Whereas Livingston, when again they did a lot of def- when both times when they got in front, they did a lot of defending. But when they did get the ball, they also did. They also did a threat, and it wasn't a case of uh, launch it to Lee Miller and hope for the best. When they launched it to Lee Miller, suddenly four or five players yeah. converged on them. They were ready for the second ball. You're yeah. absolutely right. It wasn't, yes, they played direct, but you've no problem with that. And if they were so quick to get up and support them, that the ball was just, when they did get forward, it would stick for them and they'd be able to create chances in their last third from that. Mm. But yeah, part of this, as I, said, I've, as I said, there's only a handful of teams that I've watched out with Hibs games in the last couple of years, but part of this I haven't seen much of, but... It just seemed like all the same players that were there when, I know. It, when I left, and I was, and obviously they hit their apex last season, as you were saying, like making the top six, which is a really, really big mm-hmm. achievement for part of this. And it's sort of like that similar thing is like what could have happened to Celtic after they win the treble is that like the standards drop, and it's a similar thing with this. they hit their ceiling yeah. last season, and then their standards have dropped dramatically, and they couldn't get it ready. It was the time for an overhaul. In that squad, I know that sounds unfair, but similar like Livingston get promoted now, they'll add players. Yeah, and it's because they know that some of them aren't going to be able to recapture that moment again. I wonder if it was like that. I wonder if just a number of the guys just got used to hearing Archibald's voice, and just after a while, you sometimes just need change. Everybody in modern football nowadays hates the fact the managers kind of roll over quite a lot, but I think players are kind of used to that now, so you kind of need a new voice to come in and kind of keep everybody on their toes. And I wonder if under Archibald who I don't think is necessarily the most kind of... He can be a bit hard, but I don't think he's necessarily the most hard a manager. He's quite... He's surprisingly soft-spoken for somebody who's like a kind of robust mm. defender in his career. And I wonder just whether some of the guys who've been there as long just kind of tuned them out. But then again, guys like Lawless and Erskine, Doolin as well, people who are who have played with them the most, they were probably the better performance over the case. Yeah, that, no, and that, that's, that's in a way worrying to what uh, this have done in terms of recruitment. That the fact that these he's had to go back like how long they've been in the top flight. This is was that their sixth year? Was this their, was this their fifth? Or, it was fifth or sixth year, <laughs> and 
they've when it's came down to the, when it's came down to two of the biggest games of their season, off their premiership kind of career almost as 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 the Ladbrokes premiership, they've had to rely on the same guys that got them promoted. To you think they? Do you know what I'm trying to work out how many years they've been in the premiership? I'm trying to think of all the forwards have come and replaced Trulli and, 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 Trulli, and Trulli, yeah. left after you. So if I get John Baird, I'm thinking Matthias Pogba, mm-hmm. Adi Aziz, Adi Aziz. Uh, and Lyle Taylor. Lyle Taylor, and then this season would be. Uh, who was the... Who's the other forward this year? I'm a blanker on that. Salmon. Salmon. Yeah, it's Story. So you go five. But they got... Uh, they, they signed another boy who was... Did he go on to... Nathan, Nathan Eccleston? Was he the Pogba season? Or was he the, one of the Taylor oh, seasons? But he, went, he went on to play for Kelly for like uh, a few months as well. Yeah. And he wasn't good either. Dross. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're at Thistle for a little while and then you're popping over to Kilmarnock, it's not going well, is it? Like, <laughs> but yeah, go, 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 go back to going back to the first leg. It was players who excelled last season, and you look at the second goal, how both Edwards and Barton let their it was just simple, like basic football, letting, uh, letting runners run off them and without without, tra- uh, without tracking them, and. Uh, it was it was so frustr- it was funny up until a point up until the point that you realise Livingston are actually going to be in the Premiership next season. <laughs> you're actually going to have to go to Livingston to watch football, uh, and the most soul destroying walk from the train station to the ground. That you realised, I'm really frustrated at Thistle because there was absolutely no urgency. Everything was really slow, and then in the first leg they were they were very direct. Salmon was a salmon we all know obviously you missed the, the first leg but they showed it in the build up yesterday um, there was a ball that got crossed into the box in the first half and he went to steer a header, header goalwards and it just hit smack back of his head and I landed about 20 yards wide literally landed 20 yards wide I felt like Barton and Ed, like Barton he had a good good period did he not while I was away yes but last the, um, season yeah. uh, I remember listening to his talk I mean I was mentioning like because when I listen to the pods, I listen to them sometimes sporadically, and I don't have always have the same context, so it's harder to put it all into the time frames. Archibald refuses to play him as a sweeper, which is his best position. Yeah, but even then, he's because he can't really defend, can he? Ross County away was kind of his angst until yesterday. It was his last game he played in half of the season, where it was. Can't remember which goal it was, but somebody just runs by him and he just shows absolutely. I mean, it's not every case of a midfielder not being bothered to track a runner. He's like the last set and a half, and he just like couldn't just seemed like he couldn't be bothered stopping him going to the byline and going around him. But you, you, uh, look, you look at you look at what they did with Lee Miller. Is that the right Lee Miller's? He's, he's one key asset is his ability to win the ball in the air. If he's constantly winning, just let him win it. Let him flick it on. And then drop defend, back. yeah, just drop back and defend from there, or make it difficult for him. Put someone in front of him, put someone behind him, and make it as uh, difficult as possible for him to bring it down. Or because he was on. running the show, yeah, in that first leg, like it was like thirty year old, thirty six or thirty seven year old Lee Miller. He's old, like he was, he was superb, and like, this, like it was a really brave substitution. Sort of the names escape me. The number seven that uh, Livingston brought on, the Mullen. Mullen, yeah, yeah, he done great. For I'm not just talking about that. Assess the minute he came on. Could you just tell how at it he yep. was? He sort of epitomised you know, all of Livingston's work. But tell them, the second he came on, not skipping a beat, he is all over them. He's won the ball, he put in a few crosses before the actual goal. And the cross of the goal is superb. It's absolutely superb. It's got so much pace on it, and it's dragging away for the goalie so the goalie can't come in. And then Pittman, uh, he doesn't actually really gamble. Because like you say, I think it's Barton totally switches mm-hmm. off and doesn't track him as a runner. Just makes a small run. Yeah, and then uh, it goes. It was all really basic. A uh, quick Google search says that Elizabeth Lee Miller, Lady Penrose, uh, was seventy when she died in nineteen seventy-seven. And he's, he's still running the show. I've <laughs> <laughs> got the next Lee Miller. He's thirty-five. There we oh, go. No. I don't. Um, still got I do feel. I know we've not really went over the legs as such, but I, I, I do feel a bit sorry for. Partick Thistle because uh, like, like, you're talking about the away day at Livingston and I don't want to go into that because that's very much that snobbery that comes from like if you support in one of the bigger clubs in Scottish football and like when people always used to say it's rubbish having Hamilton in the league yeah, yeah. I mean we don't have Rangers hearts and heads and, like, I hate all that snobbery because you get what you deserve and you yeah. can oh, what's the point otherwise definitely. but uh, like for Partick Thistle it's like it's a great away day We've got, it's like, you can go to Kill and Grove basically for your drinks yeah. before you go that's a brilliant day out and on top of that, you feel for the fans because I think everyone can respect people who grew up in that world in Glasgow and choose to support 
Partick Thistle that cannot be an easy thing to do and it's obviously because it's passed down through all the generations mm-hmm. that you support that club so you do feel sorry for them to a point but the team totally let them down I think you've got to spot on as I think just they weren't able to bring themselves back for last season when it was they done really well and you've got Alan Archibald as you're saying he just couldn't get out of them again and they've just all got bored of it and maybe he should just call it yeah I think it's hard to say that he should continue because I understood kind of why the Thistle board previously made noises about well we'll stick with Archibald but I think those previous teams were teams that were maybe less talented and they were they were fighting and scrapping and they just had they gone down they wouldn't have been good enough this season's team it feels like they're better than what they've shown and the manager's been nowhere close to getting the best out of them proven by those two games against Livingston yeah. because you still look at both teams on paper and you think how the hell have Livingston won this and awful. won it pretty comfortably in the end as well De- definitely I think if you, you look there could be there's a good enough squad there but if they go down there's a much better chance of another manager rallying them yeah. you, you, if, if, he's, if he's been unable to kind of motivate them to turn it around when they're in the pits and really need to, to big performances uh, you don't really trust them to do it in, in the championship whereas you look at David Hopkins and the effect he's had apparently we've just lost try not to look at David Hopkins Livingston no, <laughs> 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 um, a lot's been said about their professionalism it's a very big head uh, bloody hell <laughs> He's, he's definitely the father of ex-mother will fullback David Keogh. That's a niche joke. These are big Scottish football fans, brother. If they don't know who David Keogh is, who was once one of the chairman of Forfar Athletic, described as a uh, what was it? A disgrace in the profession of football. Then that's that's their problem. <laughs> I was saying a better joke was that he looks like Rocky Dennis. But <laughs> I'm sure. Um, Sean put some. What, what did Sean put on the the WhatsApp yesterday? He looked like someone. Oh, no, I missed that. You fell a look. All right. Even though I was on my own point. <laughs> you, you, you fell. I'll, I'll come back to it. So, is there any more to say about the first leg before we move on to the second? Um, not just the, the part. Like I said, there was not much. There, but we've not even analysed the goals as such, apart for the second journey. Journey mm-hmm. uh, for yeah for the equaliser, which. That's a really big moment because Thistle have got themselves in front. Oh yeah, sorry. Right. David Hopkins looks like the baddie from The Incredibles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely does. Uh, next, <laughs> next look alike. We can keep finding them. There'll be loads. Mars, the planet. Um, <laughs> um, if I had a face. Yeah, because uh, Dylan's got them to go, and you're thinking, right, right. Because me, as I said, I could name players in that part of this team. For me, I look at that. Let me see. Two years away, I was like, I don't know anyone in this team. Uh, but they do seem to be better. Uh, but then they, when they got the second goal, and it just shaped as it Jacobs, it just goes through his hands. It's a basic. It's reminded me of uh, um, the goal Hart scored in the 98 World uh, Scottish Cup final. Yeah, Adam. Adam, Adam yeah, when yeah. It, it was exactly the same as that. When the keeper should got two full hands on it. I thought I'd get it in because I think we're at the 20 year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Passed it by a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a bus, don't you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you bought one, you're... I saw that. I saw that. I was blown away by that. What the, was it, eighty pounds? Yeah, yeah. I think we sold. Uh, we... There's no bigger mugs than Hearts fans. Also, they <laughs> might actually. Buy it. They might actually. Buy it. I think yeah, we figured out. Me and uh, Angus Coots figured out in the pub before the recent derby. The Hearts have sold three hundred and ninety of them. That's all right. That's more than because we just kept typing it in. <laughs> Insert joke about random middling Scottish football clubs so and having more. So, um, so we were trying to, try to order two fifty, and then it said you've exceeded the number of left in stock. And then we tried like hundred, and then it was fine. So then we like went up again, hundred fifty, and exceeded the number. I just kept going down until we found the number, hundred ten left. <laughs> that's dedication to find it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, that's, 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 a, that's a journalist in me yeah. you need to find these things out yeah, yeah. how many of these stupid non-Lego buses have we sold uh, <laughs> but yeah I think there's not much I said we could go into shape and formation and all that Like we could we could do that but I don't I, I really do think it does boil down to one team really really wanted it and I hate talking about this because I do feel obviously, I've been away for two years and I've come back I don't know what to say desire run faster work harder <laughs> but in reality watching that that, that was what was the difference in the second leg? Thistle created some chances, 
But then it just epitomised that again because it was all nice play, intricate, right up, and then hit a shot right at the goalkeeper. The amount of times the goalie made a save that ball was right at him yeah. in that game yesterday. Just held a daisy cutter. Really. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, it's never it going to work. And then he missed the penalty. Oh, just let's go pull the whistle. <laughs> is there a most, is there, was there a more predictable ending of that penalty? Uh, it's because the run-up as well. Uh, uh, definitely <laughs> short run-up. I was like, he's definitely missing this. Uh, the thing is, well, there was, there was still... After if he scored that, there still would have been. But there was another thing as well. I think summed up Thistle. Thistle's lack of desire is that when Saren saved the penalty, the way the, the area that Alexander kind of panned it into. Usually, you'd see a player yeah. following in. Yeah. And there was nobody. Like no, nobody had even entered the box on that side. Normally, give, normally, they didn't give a shit. Normally, you can't keep people out of the box. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Taken. Yeah. Totally. Like, you, in that situation, you would have rather had like it being had to be retaken or blown for a foul because somebody had an encroach. Not just everybody just sitting back at the edge of the box, going, "Oh, I wonder if he scores." Oh, he's no. Oh, it's a shame. <laughs> but everybody, we must relegate. And they kind of just—I don't know whether I don't want to accuse them of not caring because I don't know whether they do or not. But the amount of players today I've seen, Pirates of players on Twitter, just like they've all used the same word, gutted. Oh, gutted. Oh, gutted. It just seems so hollow when it's like all them saying it. It's like, well, why didn't you show more on the pitch? Because yeah. I, I, think, I think that's cause that's why I was saying I don't like to ever think that it's because people are trying. Because I do believe people are trying. It's that little subconscious thing that's going on in your head that doesn't make you run quite as far as the other player. It's mm-hmm. not like, it's like you consciously go in there. I never believed that people are consciously going no. on the pitch and, I'm not going to try. I, I really it. don't give a shit today. Because I, I hope we get beat. That, yeah, I think that happens very, very, very occasionally. But that's, again, the players and the manager have to look at themselves about why that looked so apparent mm-hmm. to every fan because as I said everyone's saying the same thing there's not been a melee of people thinking anything differently as all like Livingston just looked like they wanted it so much more despite them having to go through all that rigmarole to get to that stage yeah. <laughs> and then they must have been pickled two massive games against Dundee United they were like huge like end and battles for what I read I didn't see them but what I read it looked like it must have took a lot out of them it's- and then the way they played in Livingston they must have been shattered when they went out on the pitch yesterday it's uh a sad indictment for Thistle but I think Livingston could still be playing and they would still have absolute control of that game <laughs> the, the Thistle wouldn't score uh, I mean I, I would like to know what the, the possession stats at the second half were because all it was was Thistle like Cherney I started playing as uh, a defender well, it, was, it was one point that they'd done the possession stats goal. but it was only about halfway through the half but it was like 80% yeah so that, that, that continues <laughs> <laughs> That was me trying to hold in a sneeze, <laughs> and then obviously making a much bigger deal than if I just went at you. <laughs> Instead, the party popper in your nose just went off. <laughs> anyway, Joe, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm that was a better noise than any I'll make. <laughs> so yeah, basically, all um, this was this had the ball, and Livingston were saw none of it, but they were in control. Yeah. They they were. In a way, they were dominant without actually having the ball. They effectively ended with forced it, like playing a back six. Yeah, I know because they just kept bringing on defenders and yeah. taking off attackers and just generally kicking the ball down the field. <laughs> I did enjoy Jacob's goal in the leg. What yesterday. tough! That was a great strike, and uh, he's got the cool look when you score a goal. I noticed it in the first leg with the floppy hair and the open up wide mouth. He looks like a sort of Italian when they score a goal, and I was like, "You're cool. What have you been up to?" Uh, so Keegan Jacobs yeah what's his background he's, he's been there for years yeah. ah he has been there f- I was thinking yeah. did he move away and come back or? I'm not sure but his brother used to play for Livingston yeah he was the one that kind of went on to a higher level whenever I watched them at championship level I was always more impressed with Keegan but he never really got the move mm. it was Kyle and he went to kill him it was not very good yeah yeah right okay so they related right? yeah they're one of is it four brothers and they all played for Livy at some point I think they all played yeah, for Livy. There's definitely three of them. Yeah, definitely three of them. Yeah, yeah. They all played for Livy when Livy were like in the bottom tier. Yeah. Uh, it might have even been four. And they, they were the best two. I don't remember that one. Regan was another one. Regan Jacobs. So, what am I, am I right in thinking just before? I might have made that up just because my name's called Keegan. Keegan and Regan. Like, I don't. Um, so, if you, am I right in thinking that Hopkins doesn't actually have a contract to go into next season yet? And he was going to meet the board uh, tomorrow. Apparently so. Uh, so, he's like, he's out of contract. Obviously, I think he's planning on staying. And, Unless, that, unless anybody else wants to take him or the, the lovely board just do something really stupid they've, they've got previous <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah I mean you have to give him I know we're sliding off the way he looks but he's done an absolutely that's an incredible job yes to, to, have, to have the team buy into what he's wanting so much like it takes a lot for basically a manager to go right basically it was like almost what Mourinho did against Barcelona and Milan we don't want the ball 
Yeah. Football players won the ball. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's like hard to know. You're yeah. going against every instinct when you're doing that, and he's managed to do that, and they've all got on board. And I but think I mean, that, that was really the only the one one game really really did do that in terms yeah. of terrible possession. But, but before that, I mean, when they dropped the ball, but even they, in the first half, when they had more of the ball and they had more attacking intent, they looked like the only team that was going to yeah, score yeah. as well. They, they, they are. You met. You were talking about it earlier, uh, Tony. But they and uh, Motherwell, they got a lot of stick for their direct approach. But if someone asked me what's what would Scotland's Scotland actually their identity be, I would just kind of show them that. This, I'm, I'm really glad that you said, this is this is going totally off topic, but why not? Uh, like Craig, this is something I was talking to you. Literally, what I was talking about to you the other night uh, when we were in here after we'd had a few drinks is that, like, Scotland should play at hundred miles per hour mm-hmm. because in international football that doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. We possess the ability to do that. We've got players who play in that environment every weekend. That would throw people off course at international level. It would give them a fright and it would take them time to get to grips. And that's what I was saying. I'm not necessarily saying who should play, but I was thinking McGregor, McGinn and uh, Armstrong and like so many legs and you just go thrashing about the pitch and I think that would put the shit out and you see, you're right you see that I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think that's a bit of our identity and why we're so obsessed with being like everyone else uh, yeah. that then when you're watching these teams do it like Motherwell who've had a, a much better season than what their squad would suggest they should have had and Livingston have done outrageously well playing that way and I say the Hearts kind of traditionally playing that way I've never really thought of it as a bad way to play it's just I think it's fun and it's good to yeah. watch and let's just bloody do that then thrash if we get David Hopkins as Scotland manager <laughs> thrash how many times you watch like again Barty Thistle that was sterile right. what, they were, what they were doing yeah. that was neat and tidy yeah, yeah. and that and like oh good Gosh, for them get yeah, forward uh, they also like, <laughs> the, the, boy, the boy beside me hearts has been years for right get it fucking forward <laughs> in a minute <laughs> Just commit bodies. <laughs> but they actually didn't have any other idea apart from getting the ball out. The final idea, because they would pass it around and then they would get near the box and the only thing they could do was get it wide and put a cross in against the back four where everybody was over six foot and then brought in somebody else and made that a back five. Everybody's over six foot. And bring on somebody else. A back six. Everybody's over six foot. It was like, stop doing it. Try and play through the middle. Try and do something else. Play through the lines. You actually have the players to do that. Yeah. Well, I know... Um, Maybe Hearts can sign Dylan now for the happy moment for you. No, I don't want that. <laughs> 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 that like, everything has changed. Further now doesn't want anything to do with that, that would be That would be typical of, of Hearts uh, having signed Stephen McLean for the first season in years where I wouldn't want Hearts do that if they then went out and bought Duo as well I was like no we just got relegated and banged this why yeah. do this <laughs> this timing's all wrong yes, can, we do, can we get some players on the up please that, 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 would, that would suggest our uh, recruitment wasn't shabby yeah, uh, but, yeah. but uh, yeah congratulations as I said for someone who's not watched them at all like when, I, when I put on the guys and smile, like they're pretty fucking good <laughs> we're interested to see how they do next season I'm being really intrigued to see what they're obviously if Hopkins if Hopkin goes, they must be favourites for relegation. Yeah, I would say so. They're, I mean, they're obviously favourites for relegation now, uh, but I'm, I cannot wait. We'll see what Hamilton do because they're going to have a bit of a. I cannot wait to see up. Hamilton against Livingston. <laughs> it's going to be a kicking match. Yeah. Like, with forty four people there. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in Scottish football just hate watching it. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest attention of the season for both clubs because everyone's just there to just just. Just be a street player. If, uh, if any of those games gets on the telly, oh, the amount of moaning when that's on yeah. will be oh, incredible. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> this is what we do to sell the national game. <laughs> they play in the league. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. You can't, it is what it is. Something you can't. Well, we should like, pretend we don't put any cameras have a media blackout of those games. It's not going to be good enough. Don't even report the results. <laughs> we, put, we put the fucking Edinburgh Derby on every year and that's the worst thing on the planet to Instead watch. of PP or LL for like postponed or late, it's just S. Yeah. Secret. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It'll get to know. Ah, for rubbish. <laughs> the, the first division to uh, the first nation to ever just block their own football. Yeah. <laughs> We're just not proud of it. <laughs> Put on Chelsea, man, you. Uh, anyway, I think we've got right, half an hour. I just about on that game. So let's see. We haven't even mentioned anything about it. <laughs> right back at home. Uh, right, another look. game. Eh? Someone done something and they won something. Aye, they won stuff. And Rogers is a legend, and all the players will go down in eternity. And the Lisbon Lions, they're not. The Lisbon Lions won the European Cup. <laughs> you won the Scottish Cup. Do <laughs> 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 yeah. fair, double treble, Celtic winners, uh, and a very run of the mill Scottish Cup final. Yeah. Typical Celtic yeah. player, another team in the cup. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm taking the, I am genuinely taking the piss. It is an outrageously 
brilliant thing to achieve it is because it's so hard to it's just hard to pick yourself up again yeah. it's so easy we, we talk about it all being so easy for them but it's so it's such a simple thing to fuck it up we yeah, see I mean, it all the time when other, and especially in cup football when you do two comp- competitions every year they, they have they've, they've, ha- they've had a drop in standard absolutely uh, there's no doubt about that I mean, you just look at the points difference between what they won it last year and what they won it this year but when it's mattered they picked up when, when domestically, when it's when it's mattered, they went to Aberdeen, slaughtered them, flicked the switch, flicked the switch, uh, gutted Rangers for about seven times, <laughs> <laughs> um, responded to getting beat by um, getting scudded by Hearts, responded by getting beat by Kelly, responded by getting beat by uh, Hibs. I mean, they went ahead and won the league yeah. right after, yeah, yeah. and then obviously the cup games as well. They just they, they stood up to it yesterday. Uh, sorry, on Saturday. From the off it, there was no chance we were losing that. You no. can see Brown's uh, Brown in the huddle before it. He was up for it. Him and Tierney were just everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Yeah, Tierney's an absolute baller. There's I don't kid. think he's. I don't think he's been. I had a good season uh, by his standards. Uh, however, he was he just playing as a left winger, and he was just torturing Cadden. Yeah, and before we go, like before we go on and eulogise Celtic, which they deserve, I've got, like, I thought well, they were really poor. And I've seen them. I've seen them a couple of times this season. So this isn't like I'm not saying I've, I've seen them play Hibs, and I've seen them play a couple of other games, like their, their cup games against Aberdeen and Hearts. I watched those games for ninety minutes, and I really liked what mm-hmm. they It was just their passing was awful. They couldn't keep the ball, and that's not like no matter who you're playing. Some of the time it wasn't that they were under immense pressure. It was poor touch, poor touch. But when I was looking at the midfield three, and it's like it isn't that. Inspiring, no, it's energy. That's yeah. how basically Robinson stuck to what kind of got them there. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I mean, they were poor. They, they had really some poor individual performances, none, none more so than Carol McHugh. But I just largely thought it was because Celtic just didn't. Too well. good, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Celtic probably. Were just, yeah. Celtic were just too yeah, good. Yeah, because I didn't think Motherwell actually started that. They started badly. like the first ten yeah. minutes. It was just it was a goal, and you do need a, a little bit of of luck and. McGregor, incredible touch and finish, and it's kind of one of those things where you need you need Celtic in that instance not to be as good as they can be. You need McGregor to flash that wide yeah. and to 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 say that was something we got away with. Let's uh, kind of use that to motivate us a little bit further. Maybe this is going to be our day. As soon as you lose that goal to Celtic so early in the cup final, you just see that saw that their heads went down for the rest of the half, and it could have been anything for that point till the end of the half. Yeah. They were lucky it was only two 0 Yeah, they were. But they did regroup in the second half, and I thought they were a bit better. Having said that, you could see that the last half hour Celtic started to get sloppy themselves, and just kind of knew we've kind of got this sewn up, really. Yeah. Like I mean, up front from other well, they do they do cause problems. Well, like uh, was it Ryan Bowman or Bowman Horseman? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he, he, like uh, I was quite, I was quite impressed. I've been impressed a couple of times because I noticed Graham mentioned it a few times on pods, and I think he was talking about it on the WhatsApp group as well. But doesn't get any credit for a good player because he's a bit of a the old hard man mm-hmm. swagger about. He seems to want to get breaking people's noses. Yeah, like and, and fine, have your way with it. I'm okay, but he does have a better touch. Like his little flick through for Maine when he tried to play the one-two. That was really nice. And the ball does stick to him. He does have a really good first touch. Mm-hmm. So I've not seen him very often, but I was quite impressed with him. Uh, his face, as I said, uh, <laughs> stuck out, so you know uh... <laughs> Ryan Bowman walks to the bar where the barman says, why the long face? <laughs> yeah. I've just lost the Scottish Cup final. Which, which's your fucking problem? Well, yeah. <laughs> obviously, Maine is an absolute handful and he works, his, uh, he works his socks off. But I think he would have made better decisions, Maine, if it wasn't a Cup final when he really wanted to score and you could see that a couple of times where if he'd taken his time a bit more mm-hmm. he'd be a better chance to have been created from that I gave Ryan Bowman a four <laughs> <laughs> and I was reading the cop, I was reading uh, Graham's take on it's like the only ones that are Campbell so I, I praise Campbell Bowman I think I just wrote three lines like uh, he wasn't good in there he wasn't good on the deck he wasn't good in the box <laughs> well it's fair, is fair. <laughs> you don't know, yeah. football we always have different takes yeah. I am um, I miss I <laughs> I missed the first 15 minutes of the second half because I was waiting in the queue to get something to eat. Hamden is, is wow. dreadful for trying to get food at halftime. It happened to me this... Wouldn't have happened at Murrayfield or the new National Stadium in Stirling. <laughs> <laughs> With the excellent transport around it and uh, many bars and loads of women. <laughs> I, uh, the same happened to the Hearts League Cup semi against... Uh, sorry, not semi. League Cup final against St Mum. Uh, Missed the first 10 minutes of that second half because I was waiting Lucky. in the queue to get food. Right, that wasn't too bad. But yeah, good. I'm sorry for you, one. And I actually left. Like, I left a minute before half time. 
to get to the stall. So that's, I would, that's extraordinary. And it was a run out of chips, run out of chips and burgers. But they made some new ones, and it was lucky when I got to the front. There was new, new chips got put out and new burgers. As it, even so the guy I, in front of me got fuck all. He was just leaping around, <laughs> and I turned up, and I was like, "I was like, hey, can I get um, the burger deal, please?" Last he was like, hey, "They chips are burgers." I was like, hey, "I just heard your calling through the back show. Just got burgers already in two minutes, and uh, I just saw that guy put some chips on." <laughs> <laughs> and, and that girl was like, "He thought tell me how to do my job. Like, no fucking burgers and chips. I'll sling your hook." Just took over an apron and just chucked it. Are you fucking dead? Go with then. Yeah, just putting grease all over his face. <laughs> I'm just always I just don't go eat I don't eat I don't, and, don't and eat it cost, and for a burger chips and a drink it costs £9 pound. deal that's <laughs> at least a really good quality chips and burgers yeah I'm sure chips are alright burgers was like the ones you get in high yeah, school the, yeah the burgers where they be made from the skin of Ryan Bowman's face but yeah I'm just I, despite my rotund state I just what I do is don't eat at football and eat before it. See, because I can physically go two hours without you. See, uh, <laughs> see, that's what I would have done. Despite, uh, despite common belief. <laughs> try to think, did I have any, I don't know, if I, I can't really remember. Oh yeah, I first got up in the morning and all I had was two bits of cold pizza that had been left uh, by Mandy and Ariane mm. from the night before. And then I thought we were going to eat something a bit more sustenance before the game, but... Um, we went to Craig Keown's house and there was only Chris we got pizza but that was after the game and I thought we were going to get it beforehand so I didn't get anything to eat and I'd had a few drinks so I just was like what, really... a rubbish, what a rubbish host Craig <laughs> <laughs> no it was a great host <laughs> I'm only joking superb, superb host but uh, yeah I just kind of I got my wires crossed and thought we were eating more before the game than after so and I had like five cans of tents and usually it would have been fine but it was because I'd been out the night before as well just kind of getting that rumble in yeah. your stomach halfway through the game like oh, it's actually making me feel sick I, have to like, I need to eat yeah. something see if you went at 2-0 you wouldn't have missed anything uh, well it wasn't 2-0 because it was before half time yeah but as soon as I went 2-0 oh, right, yeah. you could have went at the start of the game and you wouldn't have missed anything yeah. I think all I really missed was a men's chance at the start of the second half but I kind of managed to clock my head back enough so I could see the telly Keep it down. And it's another thing as well. They've, got, just, the, they've got the tellies in the back, yeah. but they fucking there's about thirty seconds yeah, behind the play. Yeah, so annoying. <laughs> you just hear the fans go, "Oh!" and everybody clapping and like looking up at the telly, and somebody's just running down the wing. <laughs> is there anything more to say about this game? Uh, this, this, no, it's I think Celtic got uh, Rogers got his tactics right. He went with a back three, and Tierney and Roberts stretched like just stayed wide, stretched the play. McGregor and Rogic just Rogic en- enjoyed enjoyed the space. I think obviously he didn't. He, he, he said Roberts was it? No? Sorry, yeah, Forrest. He, he did, Forrest. Sorry, Forrest and Tierney's uh, kept wide. McGregor yeah. and Rogic. Yeah, yeah. Rogic is just a baller. I just love watching him. He just gracefully wandering the pitch all at one pace. Yeah, never like it. Just is so good. He is like it's great having a player like that in Scottish football. They're they're few and far between in, in our world, uh, and he's brilliant to watch. I'm going to keep a close eye on him at the World Cup. He's in a five-year deal. Apparently, they're trying to get Dembele as well, if they can get that going. It could be a blessing in disguise that Dembele wasn't really fit this season, mm-hmm. and they might be able to get him locked down. Yeah, or at least persuade him to stick around mm-hmm. for one more year, because I think it was a four-year deal in originally signed, so they still have two years left. And then they may try and get him to maybe find a fresh, sort of three-year deal now. And that would take add a year on to and then sell them next It'll season. Or even if they keep them until January, because then it would help them through the like, Champions League and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but if, if he wants to sign a new deal, I think Dembele would probably want a clause saying basically if such a club comes in or for such a money. For yeah. say, such a I don't think they're, I, I think they're smart. Like, certain, I mean, not to bring it back to him, but just that's something I can relate to at the moment. Uh, is like the smart way of building these sort of deals. And it's really important. And I think Celtic are in that world like above us. But like Hibs, it was like with Marciano, right, there's a 50% sell on if we sell him, but we'll get him on a four-year deal and we got a solid like keeper who looks good for us. It's like the smart way, like when we sat who Jason Cummings, like he signed a new deal, but we were agree, basically telling him we'll sell you for X amount. Yeah. Then. That's how you do it. You get, like If you can have a group of adults around the table and not agents just snipping away, you, I reckon a lot of people could come out a lot happier in a lot of deals. You just go, yep, yeah, it's 50 million. If, you're, if it's Chelsea and 50 million comes in, I want to go because I'm talking about going to Chelsea or Man United or Arsenal but then they go but Southampton come in for 10 can we just maybe tell them to piss off <laughs> yeah okay yeah 
until and then go, but not until this time. Then I do want that move in the summer. And then you just like cards on the table and just be honest with each other. And if you have more adults around, everyone can maybe be be happier to get better deals. But yeah, I think he seems to be getting. Sorry, I just need to interject at this point. Scottish football. Yeah, I mean, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with adults. Not here. Yeah, I'm kicking about over here. That's fair enough. But yeah, Celtic. It was, it was absolutely great. And McGregor with a goal, he absolutely epitomised what exactly what you're talking about with Celtic. That he just turned up when he's been needed. McGregor, he's played sort of. Yeah, it's a big moment of yeah. the season, but the rest of the time, I'm not read through what I've read and what I've listened to you guys. It's like uh, he plateaus a bit, and then the big game comes up, bang, I'm involved, I'm scoring the goals, I'm, uh, and yeah, I think that's a bit. Celtic have done what they needed to do this season. You look at you look at Scott Sinclair and Patrick Roberts, Flair players. Griffiths was kind of talisman for a while, but it's not those are not the players that come up with the big moments. I mean, they're they're great players, but it's like the like a Rogic. Um, McGregor and uh, Dembele in big games Forrest as well he's starting to do as well Was Forrest got 17 goals this season? Something like that 16 or 17 God the hell in what world imagine what he could do with a neck (laughs) 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 it'd be good at head or something (laughs) speaking of Sinclair there was another moment later on it just kind of epitomised Scott Sinclair especially in the second half of the season where he he drove down the left he cut inside and he got a bit of space Mm. And he last season you said he would have hit it, yeah. and he took another couple of touches. It's like what has happened to you? Yeah. Uh, just that sharpness. Go like when when you're flying, you just you don't think about things. Yeah. Like, you do things more on instinct, and it's weird. Like what happened to Sinclair? Because obviously I've, I've been away the two years. He's still actually been good. the top goal scorer in all competitions. Yeah, wow, he's because uh, he is good, and he's obviously really good at, at, at the level that he, that he plays at. But maybe just someone who couldn't reignite it again. He just got bored, and I think that is. A problem at Celtic, and I think that's Roger's main job is cutting out the players because they can be a poison in the whole team. I'm not saying that he is doing this, but this is what I imagine. And again, it's not a deliberate thing; it's a subconscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think like that's a big part of the job at that very, very top level. Being it either at Celtic or when you're Man City manager at the moment or Paris Saint Germain, it's about who's actually got in them to to go again. And I think Rogers, that's it must be really, really hard to judge because you're also talking about someone who's done so much for you but I mean the best man Alex Ferguson he was a master at cutting ties at the right yeah, time yeah, even yeah. the people when they were at like still at the top like, he just seemed to know Pollens yeah like no Mark Hughes it's time time they just don't have it and maybe that's what Roger got to do maybe just sell Sinclair do you need them is there a better out there I reckon there is yes and yes right, well McGregor's played deserved yeah. to keep him out of the team these last few months so. Johnny Hayes coming back Big, big J <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no he'll be used to sign someone from another Scottish football team he'll be a used f- as a pawn you are a pawn in a, 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 a transfer a 30 plus year old winger who relies on his pace <laughs> is coming off a broken leg yeah what? no thanks why did they sign these <laughs> well, like the people like that are trying to weaken Aberdeen they don't need to weaken Aberdeen everything's fine like that can't be possible but the hell Aberdeen are on the rise like, I don't believe that happens <laughs> For one second at Parkhead. I, I don't believe they think about anything else apart from themselves and how they're going to go ahead and do it. And fair play to them. I'm going to disagree with that. This is Celtic we're talking about. They think about a lot more than just themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the grief mongers. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, congratulations Celtic, well done. Yeah, uh, double treble. Double treble. Well, they, well, there's a question before we start. Will they do it again? Oof, I'm not going to rule it out. No, nah, no. Gun to your head, yes or no? <laughs> I am actually got my hands as a gun right now, just for effect. Uh, treble, treble. Da, 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 da. Yeah, fuck treble, it. Treble, yeah. treble. Why not? I, I think they could. I think they could. Um, like I said, I think they could sell Sinclair. Son's away, Roberts away. I think they could uh, bring up some Arsenal. They go bring some. up some Arsenal. Something like that. <laughs> they actually reinforce, something from reinforce Arsenal. Arsenal. Reinforce it. Bring up some Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to sign some Arsenal. <laughs> 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 they're going to bring up some Arsenal. They're going to bring up some Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, What's Gideon Zalalam up to these days? Uh, oh, did he... Um, who was the other one? Emerson Hyman. He started the game for Bournemouth for the week. Yeah, did yeah. he? I thought he was alright though. He was alright. Certainly was... better than uh, Zalalam. Yeah, he was definitely. Or uh, Dua. Or uh, John Terrell as well. John Terrell. Oh, yeah. was alright. He was okay. He was going to go through the Rangers Louis. Gail Biggerman didn't play a minute. Um, one thing that made my skin crawl. Uh, 
eat, sleep, travel, repeat. Yeah. That's it for me, tell you all. That's all that. Like, right, I've had enough of this already. Have you watched the uh, Scott Brown video? Uh, the testimonial video? No. I'll there, try not to. There's, there's a line in it that says, um, the bottom from uh, Hibs, the other green and white. <laughs> Why? Well, you don't need us. You don't need us to make yourself yes. feel good. Just let us out. Uh, Celtic really deserve to have their uh, treble taken off them after this. See if I could play it. Some dead air for everyone. Yep. That's me in the back. I think we're breaking coffee right here, but nobody wants nobody wants to rip this. Homogenised Glaswegian accent, also while he's singing. The other creative mind! Oh, God. Scott Brown, he's a leader of the pack, or whatever. <laughs> oh, yep, that's that. That and eat, sleep, treble, repeat. Yep. Means Take that. it off them. That's it, that's it. Congratulations, strip, while they're well. Strip the trebles. Yeah. <laughs> also, Lustig wearing a, a, police, a police hat while celebrating as well. Yeah. Uh, on sun, on Did he do that again? Yeah. You can't repeat it. You've done something that was half funny. Allow it. Just allow it. Go on. Mikael, it's, looks, it's Mikael Lustig looks like he's well into the alt-right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can picture it. But Would you he, clarify that he isn't? Yeah. Well, we've no idea. <laughs> you can't uh, reel that out, Joel. <laughs> he, just look, he, just look, he looks like someone. It's just like, the haircut, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he'd be in the, the alt-right. But I don't, I, surely not. <laughs> Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> That's something for Celtic. Favorite. His favourite film is American History X. Does it like, does it like, uh, does it like Edward Norton's character turning around though? Yeah, he hates that. He, he just, just, just turns it off like halfway through. Mein Kampf is all, he gets a new edition of Mein Kampf and he's uh, socking everything. <laughs> Every time Shea Logan gets a bolly booze. <laughs> that is usually because he likes Shea Logan, not Ah, of course not. I, no, I, I enjoyed that at the end, I was watching it, I was at a, if you're wondering about my gravel pit voice, I was at a stag do last weekend and it struggled to recover. From then, and uh, I was enjoying Shea Logan at the end of the of the Celtic. <laughs> Go on, Shea, you deserve it. He must have took a lot of shit on the streets. You imagine over the years, all because some wank Tonev. like washed their hands and looked like Tonev's gone. Who does he even play for now? He doesn't exist. Well, they washed their hands after trying to dry their hands at all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Shea Eventually, washed their hands <laughs> after keeping their hands very dry. <laughs> Um, one thing I will say about Shay Logan is that his uh, social media output since then is cringy worthy to, to hell. It, it would help if he could uh, not use emojis and actually um, spell. spell. Make yeah. a point. Yeah. <laughs> not just have a rambling little nonsense with no punctuation, grammar, or spelling. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's here to get down the, the right. He's there, here to get down the right wing for Aberdeen, not to, to write any books. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> filled some, some, some time there. I know when, when it got to about 40 seconds, like, oh, what the fuck are we going to talk about? That's fine, I think we should just cut it out. Yeah, that's fine. Bye. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tennis podcast, that stuff, email, so, stuff, tweet. This is the second last show of the season. So, the ultimate. Yes. We can do Shay Logan. I don't know what means, I just chose to say second last. <laughs> so, this is the penultimate show of the season. Thank you, Joe. Just uh, want to prove our words. There will not be a show on Thursday. Uh, the The last show will be as tradition, the Terrace End of Season Awards. That will be recorded on Sunday. I don't know whether it'll be released on Sunday. It's up to the guys to record it because I'll not be doing it for the first time because I'm going to be away in Benidorm on a stag do. Yeah, with Johnny Vegas. <laughs> I'll probably see him there. That'll uh, be good. Like Benidorm will be. It's not the best place, but. Uh, I <laughs> For a stag do, I said I was in Albufera, and it's probably when you're with group, big groups of guys doing the stuff, you are as well going to the places that are purpose built for wankers. Uh, like it is, you don't feel like you're in the way, you don't feel like you're causing anyone any bother. 
because this place was built for me to act this way. So yeah. enjoy yourself. Brits abroad. Yeah, yeah. In a place just Britain with sunshine. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That's what it's for. So enjoy yourself. So yeah, I'll not be doing it. So it'll be a Glasgow pod. Uh, I can't remember the full lineup, so, so I won't promise you it. But that's, that'll be it. So I don't think there, there's not going to be a texture with that. So we're about to do the last texture, normal texture of the kind of accompaniment. Accompan- yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm not going to try and do it. <laughs> yes, uh, to the normal pods, and then we will take a week off, and we'll be doing one texture a week until the start of the new season. Oh, the thing oh, is, oh the, a week before the start of the new the season, what, as we did last year. What's handy is obviously we work in the same building, so if there is stuff that pops up, yes, we'll I mean, Joe might just do it so it's more than one a week. Yeah, um, we'll good. Well, that'd be good if you had just pods over like. News as it comes yeah. out, because you just can make a snap or uh, and do it right talking there, about then. the new Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. Yeah, Joe wants to do one of those. All oh, right, how, is, is this the fourth Jurassic? The fifth, the fifth. fifth. No, this is the fifth, fifth one. Yes, yeah. so, um, and it's um, the second it's, Jurassic it's, World. It's Chris Pratt in this one. Yes, yes, and it's got some uh, competition to be the shittest. Uh, the trailer looks uh, fucking ridiculous. But I mean, the fourth one I found like I don't, I was, I, I don't know if I liked it that much, but I thought. It felt a bit tongue in cheek. Yeah, it was kind of a bit, bit B movie ish, and I was like, maybe that was all right if I look at it in that way. Yeah, the the guy from um, New Girl, he was the best. Yeah, best of it when he was wearing the Jurassic. Exactly, like, a lot of meta jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this one looks just so stupid because the trick. It's the kind of plot to. The, it seems like a lot of the plot to the second one where they're yeah. tricked into going back to the island for a rescue mission, and it's not that at all. Yeah. And. Again, it seems like people are still trying to use the raptors to fight in wars. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Nobody's on it. And also, has it not been discovered now that they're like 98% sure that all the, all the dinosaurs had feathers? Yes. Like, and velociraptors were actually up to about a below your knee. Yep. But let's forget about that. Oh, I suppose if you're going to say that. That's no one here to Don't ruin the illusion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also, there's uh, just scenes where a dinosaur going in a wee lassie's room. Room, yep. <laughs> Uh, right, that'll do. We'll just talk to her off nonsense. So yeah, if you'd uh, like to get in touch with the show, the email address is terracepodcast at gmail.com. We're doing a competition right now. They sent a tweet out about it earlier. It's for the second Scotland shot that we've got. And it's basically send in your uh, favourite Scottish football moments, but drawn in Microsoft Paint. And, uh, there's some of them look crackers already. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's two that are out in front at the moment, from what I've seen. Uh, the Rod Stewart one looked pretty Rod good. Rod Stewart and the Mojni. Yeah, that was pretty good as I'm well. I get Mandy to do mine for me, actually. <laughs> she <laughs> oh, can really? actually draw it, I can't. Uh, wonder what I'll put. Maybe something I missed in the last two years while I was away. <laughs> a little header. That's <laughs> <laughs> I think that was two years today. Yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. yeah it was, was two years today. today. Yeah, I was, I was scrolling ang- angrily up my uh, timeline. <laughs> Henderson delivered. No, he doesn't have a muffin. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deliver anywhere near my page. <laughs> I'm in the wrong postcode for that delivery. There's no near my fucking page. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and website is terrorpodcast.net. And if you'd like to listen to the Patreon, that is patreon.com forward slash podcast. Right. Joe, say goodbye. Cheerio. Tony, say goodbye. Thanks very much for having me again. I'll see you in another couple of years, maybe. Thank you very much and from me, Craig Fowler. Hope you enjoy your summer. Bye. Nice. Fuck this up. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.